the fills are back in the wind column. Good night, everybody. Welcome to Phillies Hot Stove Media. Terry Kaplan. Last night's game between the Philly Phillies and the Cincinnati Reds. As the Phillies defeat the Reds by a final score uh, of 4-1. to one. As they take the first game in this four-game series. Uh, Noah Syndergaard with probably his best start in the Phillies uniform. Going seven strong innings. Nick Castellanos also going yard and driving in one on an RBI double. Now, guys, before we get into this video, please subscribe if you have not yet. Please don't get your bell. Please like this video. Comment on this video. Share this video. And let's get into this. Uh, so a great way to start off this four-game series. I mean, you got the string of bad teams coming up. Uh, you got the Pittsburgh Pirates coming to town this weekend. So you have to take advantage. Uh, Bryce Harper likely coming back uh, on Sunday. Think about that. Bryce, Aaron, Max Harper will be returning to Atlanta most likely on Sunday. Uh, think about that. He's been out almost two months, so uh, he's going to start rehabbing tonight in Lehigh Valley. I mean, I'm just so excited for that. Uh, so the former Cincinnati Red doing some damage against uh, his former squad last night, Nick Castellanos. It was nice to see that hanging breaking ball. He absolutely just destroys uh, out to center field. Uh, now, granted, no Syndergaard was going against a pretty uh, pitiful ball club, uh, but he still did his job pretty well. Uh, so, as I said, probably his best start in a Phillies uniform, that is for sure. He's big up the scoring summer here in the bottom of the second inning. Nick Castellanos, homers on a flying ball to center field. This 12th of the season, a solo shot, uh, and it's one nothing Phils. Uh, so he absolutely just destroyed a hanging breaking ball from Luis Sessa, uh, the former New York Yankee. Uh, so uh, how about that? So that was an absolute bomb. Uh, so one nothing fills. And we pick it up here in the same inning. Bryson Stott uh, gets a hold of one as he over Sunday five ball to right field. That ball was absolutely crushed. That got out of there in a hurry. Uh, and it's now 2 nothing fills. So they go back to back. Bryson Stott's eighth home run of the season. Uh, so uh, he absolutely crushed that one, folks. Uh, to give the Phillies a two to nothing lead. Uh, so, of course, this game was delayed quite a bit, about an hour, right? I mean, about an hour. Of course, the, the rain in the area certainly had a big impact in last night's ball game. Uh, you know, certainly was uh, some scattered showers last night in the Philadelphia area. And we pick it up here in the bottom of the third inning. Nick Castellanos does it again as he doubles on a uh, line drive the other way to right field. His 26th of the season, uh, and JT Muto crosses the plate as it's now 3 nothing Phillies. Uh, so Nick Castellanos driving in two last night, uh, so 26 doubles now in the year for him, right? So, uh, you know, he, he certainly had a productive night last night. He just didn't hit, you know, two measly singles. I mean, the home run and the double. Uh, now we pick it up here in the top of the fifth inning. Uh, this will be the only scoring of the ball game for the Reds is Alston Romine. Homer's done a fly ball to left field is first of the season off of Noah Syndergaard. Uh, and it's now a three to one ball game. Uh, so that really wasn't that big of a deal. Honestly, that was probably the biggest mistake by far Noah Syndergaard made last night in his start. He was very, very good. You know, not a start where he's not really ranking up the strikeouts. Uh, but that's okay, right? As I said, he's changed as a pitcher. He has changed as a pitcher since coming Tommy John. Uh, he's lost a good amount of velo on that fastball, so he's had to reinvent himself as a pitcher. I think he's done a pretty uh, good job at that. Uh, so it was like the only mistake he made last night, allowing the solo home run to Austin Romine to make it a 3-1 to ball game. Then we pick it up here in the bottom of the fifth inning. JT Rimucho gets his run right back for the fills, which I like. So in the top of the inning, uh, the Reds get one back, and then we make sure to get our three-run lead back right back there in the bottom of the fifth inning as JT Muto doubles on a sharp line drive to center field. Out Boom comes around to score as it's now a 4-1 Phillies lead. 
so JH, he reached it with another clutch hit right there. Uh, so 20 doubles on the season now for uh, the you know one of the BCIBs, I'll say. So he's just been so productive uh, over the last few months. There's no question about that. The numbers prove it. That would be your final. Uh, four to one fills. They take the first game of this four game series. And over the next seven games, I fully expect him uh, to win six out of seven, at least. Uh, at least. I mean, these are just such bad baseball teams. They already get one win down, uh, now six to go. Uh, so, I mean, you, you have to take care of business when you're playing these really, really awful teams like the Reds, like the Pirates. Uh, so, I mean, you know, the Nationals coming up as well, I mean, pretty soon. So, I mean, you have to beat these guys. You have to beat these guys. Uh, so, that would be your final four to one fills. Uh, kind of short by Leon's body. Rough, rough performance. I mean, going over four with four strikeouts. Now, granted, uh, he was called out on a lot of you know pitches that were very questionable. I'll be honest with you. Some of those pitches are too close to take with two strikes. Uh, he also can make that argument as well, but he certainly didn't look very good last night. Uh, four strikeouts. Reese Hoskins, a hitless performance last night as well. 246 average now in the season. Uh, he looked really bad in the New York Mets series, offensively and defensively. Uh, and uh, he didn't really look too good last night either. And uh, over his last 15 games, a 207 average, a 324 OBP, which certainly isn't bad. A 397 slugging percentage. Uh, so the OPS still over 700 over the last, last two weeks, which, you know, certainly isn't bad. Uh, but, I mean, a 207 average certainly ain't pretty, that's for sure. Alec Blum, a three-hit night last night. He has the uh, six RBI day on Sunday. Comes back the very next day and has a three-hit night. Uh, also scoring one of the Phil's runs as well. A 292 average now for Alec Bohm. He continues to just be so productive. He's uh, 737 OPS over his last seven games. A uh, 355 average, a 355 on, uh, on base percentage, and a uh, 613 slugging. Uh, so an OPS just about near 1,000 the last week, and this is a guy that looked like he was cooling off for a while, uh, but uh, he has finally started to pick it up again. Uh, so Alec Bohm, you know, keep it up, my friend. And J.E.T. Rimuto, two knocks last night, the RBI double uh, to get the you know, run back for the fills there in the bottom of fifth inning. Uh, his 20th double of the season uh, and also scoring a run as well. 268 average for J.E.T. Rimuto, uh, and he now has 57 RBIs on the season and a uh, 782 OPS. Yes. So I'd love to see him finish out this year with an 800 OPS. Wouldn't that just be amazing, right? As a catcher to have an 800 OPS, uh, you know, certainly is not easy to do. Uh, you know, it's just amazing how productive this guy is as a catcher. A uh, 357 average, a 400 base percentage, and a 500 slugging over the last week. Uh, over his last 15 games, 321 average, 356 on base percentage to go along with a uh, 643 slugging. And over his last 30 games, 339, 400 on base percentage, and a 624 uh, slugging percentage. So think about that for a second. So in 1,024 PS over the last month, uh, and he said he was hitting 340. I mean, that's how good JTV2 has been. He's put up MVP numbers over the last, like, you know, month and a half or so. He really, really has. He's, he's been incredible. He's just been absolutely incredible uh, with this guy's done. I just love him. You have Bryce Harper going down with an injury. You have Al Bohm stepping up in a big way. You have JT Muto stepping up in a big way. You have all these guys contributing, uh, you know, really, really stepping up. Kyle Schroeder, you know, for a while there was stepping up uh, right after the Bryce Harper, uh, you know, fractured left thumb. So it's nice to have other guys step up and carry the load. Uh, that's what needs to happen. Hopefully this continues even when Harp does come back. Nick Castellanos, two knocks last night. Uh, the uh, solo home run, you know, the hanging bringing ball, he absolutely destroyed, and the RBI double as well. Uh, so he certainly had a productive night last night driving into Bryson Stott. Only one hit was a big one, the home run to right field. Uh, that was, certainly was not a cheapie. The two home runs we did hit last night certainly were not cheap. Uh, that is for sure. 
so when we barely hit any home runs in that Mets series, we didn't seem to hit any home runs off of them this year. That uh, we hit two last night off of the uh, the Cincinnati Reds and uh, Gene Segura after hitting the pinch hit home run uh, on a Sunday in the bottom of the eighth inning, uh, he goes hitless last night. Uh, and uh, Nick Maytown gets to start in left field and unfortunately goes hitless as well, but he was able to draw a walk. Uh, so turning over threes and over twos. Uh, and uh, Bradley Zimmer, why is he getting so much playing time? Yes, I understand. It's because of you know the injuries out there. Brandon Marsh, uh, Kyle Schwarber still DHing. I understand that, but uh, he's seen a lot of playing time out there. I'd much rather see Matt Viewing out there than Bradley Zimmer. Uh, and uh, you can't even make the argument. Hey, you know he's helping us defensively. And look at that, you know, miscue you know he made the other day. Uh, so you can't really make that argument too much. I'll be honest with you. Uh, oh, Bradley Zimmer's helping us defensively. I, I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, uh, as I said, look at that miscue we had the other day. Uh, so I, I just don't really have, and I don't really know how I feel about it. And uh, Noah Syndergaard, seven innings, three hits, one run, run was earned, two walks, and one strikeout, a three seven seven ERA for Syndergaard as he gets his record now up to five hundred, now eight and eight on the year. Uh, so he was very very good last night, as he said, probably his best start in a Phillies uniform by far. Uh, he certainly got the job done. So another you know outing where he doesn't really rank up the strikeouts, but that's okay. You don't need to do that to be successful. Uh, so he was the pitch of contact out guy last night. There's no question about that one. We're walking too. I mean, he, 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 he did his job. I mean, he really, really did his job. The only mistake he made was that home run to Austin Romine. Uh, so he got a little break last night going against the measly Cincinnati Reds, uh, who are not, they don't, of course, they don't have a lot of scary names in that lineup, especially now Joey Votto now out for the season. Yes, he's going to be getting a, a season-ending uh, surgery. Uh, and uh, Sam Coonrad at ending last night, striking out two. Uh, so, and why wasn't he seen on Sunday time and ninth inning. I think that's a very good question to bring up, but, uh, you know, it's time to move on, but, I mean, uh, you know, the, the glaring question still does remain. Uh, like, you know, you could have used another guy uh, other than David Robertson, and Andrew Bellani expects to save his second of the season in inning, uh, walking one and striking out two. Andy Dominguez, of course, was officially placed on the 15-day injured list uh, with a right tricep uh, tendonitis. I hope I don't sound too whiny here, but just, it seems like there's always something going on with this guy. I mean, as I said, he's out nearly three years uh, you know, and then now, you know, here's another injury again. Uh, so, you know, as productive as this guy has been, uh, it's just, it's just so frustrating to have this guy constantly being injured. Uh, there's always something going on. There's always a health problem. Uh, and, uh, somebody said, I mean, Corey Canable probably done for the season. Uh, so this bullpen south now is you know, not very good. We need guys like Brad Hand to continue to stay out there. I'm a huge Brad Hand fan. I, I love what he's done. He's just been so productive for this team. Uh, you know, he's a guy that you just can consistently get the ball to. And, uh, you know, you have a lot of faith in this guy. There's no question about that. Uh, so a nice win for the Phils as they're now 12 games over 500. Uh, as they are now tied once again for the second wild card spot in the National League. As unfortunately, the San Diego Padres did win the final two games against the Nationals. But still, I mean, this Padres team. Team, uh, you know, splitting a series with the minor league nationals. Are you serious? And this Padres team so overrated, in my opinion. I, I don't think they're as good as everybody says they are. Uh, of course, they're going to be without Fernando Tatis Jr. for the remainder of the season because of the mistakes he made. Uh, and uh, they still got Manny Machado. They still got Juan Soto. They still got Josh Bell. I still think they're a good team. I just don't think they're as good as everybody says they are. And they've been very underwhelming, in my opinion. Uh, I think they can play much better than what they're playing right now. Uh, so they now sit at a 68 and 
56. We sit at uh, 67 and 55. The Milwaukee Brewers remain one and a half out as they sit at uh, 65 and 56 as they beat the Dodgers last night, which certainly isn't very easy to do. I was thinking about this the other day. I said the Phillies literally played the Dodgers at the perfect time. I'm so glad they're done with them for the rest of the season. My gosh. I mean, I'd be scared to death to play those guys. Uh, so, uh, seven to five, the first pitch tonight. Lodol on the mound for Cincinnati, three and four. They four one two. We right? We couldn't touch them last time we faced them. Uh, and uh, Rangers Schwarz on the mound for the Phillies. A rematch. Uh, from uh, you know last Sunday, eight and five with a three three one ERA, seven to five Wednesday. Ashcraft on the mound for the Reds, five and three with a three nine seven ERA going against Chris Sanchez, one and one with a three eight zero ERA. Uh, and uh, Thursday, seven to five as well. Dunn on the mound for Cincinnati, one and one with a six zero eight ERA going against Aaron Nola, eight and ten with a three two five ERA. So uh, it's kind of funny. All you know, four games are at seven oh five, which is certainly kind of interesting. Uh, so, uh, you know, no, uh, you know, no day game finale. Out of sweet. to take at least six out of seven here. So we already take care of business in game one. Uh, of this of these seven games at the uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks who you know are better at home than they are on the road no question about that then we got the Giants of course uh, then the Marlins and Nationals so uh, this is a very very easy schedule I do believe the Phillies will make the playoffs simply because of the fact that uh, they do have just such an easy schedule they're done with the match for the you know for the remainder of the season I mean literally the only you know you know tough opponent I'd say of course we we don't play well out there in San Francisco we don't play well out there in the West Coast period I I wouldn't say that's going to be easy uh, you know don't take the time Diamondbacks for granted. Don't take anybody for granted, uh, but especially, you know, a team at the Arizona Diamondbacks. I mean, we got swept out there last year. Uh, of course, you got the Braves two more times, and you got the Astros to finish out the season, uh, the final series of the year. Uh, so, uh, you know, there's, there's a few uh, teams in there that may be a little bit tough, but I, I'm not too worried about it. I, I do think this Phillies team will make the playoffs, uh, you know, simply because of just the easier opponents we have to face. And you go take a look at a team like the San Diego Padres. They have to face the Dodgers nine more times. Uh, nine more times. And uh, granted, they didn't really have any other, uh, you know, tough opponent, I'll say, other than that. You know, the uh, the Kansas City Royals, uh, after they finish up this Cleveland Guardian series, to go along with the San Francisco Giants, Arizona Diamondbacks. They still have to face the Cardinals. That's not going to be easy. Playing pretty good baseball right now. Albert Pohl, so like what he's doing. Uh, and you see on the Mariners. I mean, so, I mean, I definitely say that they have a tougher schedule than we do to finish out this season. Uh, but uh, guess what? You still have to play the games. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's, you still have to go out there and fight hard every single day. So, guys, uh, that is pretty much it. The Phillies win the first game of this four-game series by a final score of 4-1. to 7-5 to five, the first pitch tonight. Lodol on the mound for Cincinnati going against Ranger Suarez. So, guys, thanks so much for watching this video. Please subscribe if you haven't yet. Please turn on the notification bell. Please like this video. Comment on this video. Share this video. Check out the social media. Link in the description section at Phillies at Stove Media. Instagram, Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at Piazza Stove Media. Card text 267-225-392. Email me. Phillies at Stove Media at gmail.com. So, guys, Thanks so much for watching. I'm Luke and I'm Charles. Let's go, Phil. So see you guys.